welcome. Thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule to seek God. You've made a brave choice. You've made a great choice. Whether you believe or struggle with that belief, seeking God is the greatest thing that you can do. And here we take the risk that God is in fact there and wants us to pursue Him. The journey will be rewarding. In our time together, we'll worship by praying, reading scripture, and reflecting. This is your time, and I'm only here to help. If you're able, try to relax, try to calm down, close your eyes, sit down, slow down. Calming our bodies and minds is not only relaxing, but it reminds us that we are limited and that a non-physical God is sought in non-physical ways. So once you're comfortable, let's begin. Close your eyes and take a breath. You're about to speak to the creator of everything. And no, this is not meditation. This is not turning inward into ourselves. It's praying, intentionally reaching beyond ourselves to the source of everything. We're reaching into the void and what will happen exactly, that's unknown. But isn't that where all adventures are? Now speak out loud or in your mind. God is not limited by what you say. He knows your deepest thoughts. So express your intentions for this time. You could say something like this. God, I want to know you and be productive for you. Whatever you're about, I want to be about it as well. Now take a moment and express these thoughts to God in your own way. And now we'll read scripture because we believe that God is a communicating God and he's revealed himself to people and they've written down their experiences for our benefit. We don't have to understand it. We don't have to be Bible scholars. It is important, however, that we receive it and believe that God communicates. Today we'll read Mark chapter 4, verses 4 through 9. This is the parable of the sower and it says, As he sowed, this occurred. Some seed fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on rocky ground where it didn't have much soil, and it sprang up right away since it didn't have deep soil. When the sun came up, it was scorched, and since it didn't have a root, it withered. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns came up and choked it, and it didn't produce a crop. Still others fell on good ground and produced a crop that increased thirty, sixty, and a hundred times what was sown. Then he said, Anyone who has ears to hear should listen. Jesus taught in parables, or stories. They're memorable and easy to share, but what do they mean? Fortunately for us, Jesus explains the meaning of this parable just a few verses later. The soil is the human heart, and the seed is the Word of God. What is the Word? 
The Word is whatever God communicates, culminating in the God-man, Jesus himself. But unfortunately, not everyone receives the communication of God as readily. Jesus categorizes the hearers into four groups. The first hear the word, but it is of no effect. The birds quickly come and eat the seed, or rather, Satan removes it. The result is simple. The word does nothing. It's as if it was never there at all, and the listeners go on their merry way oblivious. The second group hears the word and are even excited. There's an explosion of enthusiastic growth that is obvious and visible. But with just a little pressure and adversity, it withers and is no more. This group is a bright flame that extinguishes quickly. The third group hears the word and even takes root. There's growth. Everything looks great. Except there's something else. Thorns. The word is not alone. These thorns represent worries, the seduction of wealth, and the desire for things. They begin to crowd and choke the word. Slowly, over time, the thorns suck the nutrients and energy. There just isn't enough resource to go around. Just not enough room to breathe. Apparently, the word needs space, freedom, and energy to be productive. Lastly, some of the seed makes its way to fertile soil. Here, the word is welcomed, allowed to grow, and produce a crop. Incredibly, the production isn't double or triple what is sown. It's not even 10 times what is sown. No, it's 30, 60, or even 100 times what is sown. The rate of return is exponential. I suppose the takeaway, if I'm honest, is that I see all these groups active in my life. How about you? Do you fall into one category or several? If you're listening and if you care, it's all but guaranteed that you're not in the first group. But let's ask God to spare us from groups two and three and help us to produce an exponential return on what he sows in us. God, multiply exponentially multiply your word in us. God, help us to eliminate anything, literally anything, that would choke out your word. Take a moment and express these thoughts to God in your own way. Thank you for taking this time. Feel free to stay as long as you like. 
May God bless your day. And I look forward to being here with you again next time.